Welcome back, boys and girls. Welcome back. My name is Operator 16. This is the host, the entertainer, the man of the hour of the Awkward Kids podcast, the show where we talk about K-pop, hip-hop, mental health, whatever comes out of the crazy little mind of your favorite artist right here. Hope you all are doing well. Um, This has been the most awkward year to start a podcast. Half of the time, there's nothing to talk about in hip-hop, so I have to sit here and think of things for us to talk about. And the other half, I haven't been here simply because... Let's be honest, I've, I've had a rough year. Um, personally, I've been trying to take care of a lot of things and help my family. And then right when I got to the point of creating content again, my laptop broke. So I had to wait until I got a new setup to kind of record and do what I need to. And because I haven't seen you guys in a little bit and because it's, you know, it's the end of the month and uh, well, not the end of the month, excuse me, end of the year and and hip hop. And there's been a lot of stories happening recently. Um kind of got a few things I would like to talk about today, things I would like to get off my chest, things that I felt feel are important for me to talk about. So we're going to dive into those t- today. But as always, before we get started, guys, please know your mental health is your wealth. And I want you to take care of that every single day. Don't matter if you need to pull over, you know, take a few calm, deep breaths, make sure you're taking a few minutes every single day for yourself, because I feel that it is important as a suicide survivor and as a drug addiction survivor, I know that if I don't take care of my mental health every single day, that I'm no good to anyone else. I'm I'm no good to, to even live this life. So mental health is very, very important, guys. I just want you to always take care of that. All right. All right. Operator 16 updates. Let me be selfish for a second. New music, January 24th. Um, as you guys have know, know or maybe don't know, I have you know started working with a really great producer named John C. Um, you can find him on all major platforms. He's he 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 he's also an artist. Um, he 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 did Old and Hungry, which is up to like almost ten thousand streams now, which is really good. Um, so um, uh, you know, John did that one, and um, this next one is crazy. Um, it's totally different from out the box of anything I've ever done, but to me, it's it's my most complete record to date. It's my most um, marketable record to date. And I'm not saying that, you know, at this point, I'm not to the point of saying like, you know, this is the one that's going to change my life or this record is going to do something. But it's definitely one of the songs where I feel like if, if, if I market it right and put it in, in the right places, it could definitely get me out there a, a lot more. So very excited on a roll. Um, uh, Operator 16 slash B Entertainment Production. Thank you so much to my team over there at B Entertainment for all you do for me. Um, John C. on the pro- production, written by me, of course. Cover art by me. Um, I'm getting more into that. And just, you know, just taking more more con- control going into 2020. Making sure we uh, we up and improve on everything. We had a good first year, guys. Um, but... It's time to take it to the next level and take this from where it is now to how we make it a full-fledged business. And that's kind of where I'm at with everything. All right. So new Operate 16 music, January 24th. You can pre-save that right now on my Instagram page. That is at operator underscore 16. Once again, that's at operator underscore 16. All right, let's go ahead and dive into today's topics. Um, a lot's happened in hip hop since I've last been here, but I just kind of want to talk about the like the overlaying things or things that I feel like are just the major story topics of the day or for the time right now. Uh, first in peace, first, first, first story. I can't even say it because it's just crazy to think about. Rest in peace to um, Juice World. 
wow, um, I have not <laughs> really said that publicly yet. And I'm still processing it. Honestly, I'm I'm still processing what Juice World meant to to me. So many people have made fun of me for my reaction to Juice World dying and they don't understand like for all of us that battle drug addiction and for all of us who go through that daily struggle of, you know, not picking up those drugs that you really want to be, be because you 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 know it's bad for you he was a legend for us because he made me feel like you know i wasn't alone when i was tripping off acid no one else knew like i wasn't alone when i was you know snorting lines or i wasn't alone you know I, you know when, when i was going through the heaviest parts of, of of my drug addictions and i don't feel the need to to explain that to people but what i do feel the need to explain to people is that the disrespect for someone that you don't know simply because they're a rapper who died of, you know, of a pill overdose? Like, what the fuck gives you the 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 reason to react like that? The 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 amount of entitled, self indulgent motherfuckers that I saw just completely talking shit about someone that they don't know was just ridiculous. And it lets me know that as rappers, as entertainers, as artists, we, 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 we really are alone out here. There are very few people like us. And when, and when most of us die, either no one's going to care or they're going to make a lot of fun out of us. Like, as far as the new school rappers, for me, it was X and Juice, period. Like, those are the dudes I rode with. This year, I listened to, BT, not, I listened to BTS for, for over 72 hours. Alex Benjamin for like 48 and Juice World for, for like 34. Those are my three top artists this year. BTS, Alex Benjamin, and, and Juice World. I played Death Race for a Love over 228 times. And I'm probably sure I played his first album just as many times, if not like slightly less. So for me to watch the two like artists who really inspired me to really want to get up and start doing this, like die in back-to-back years, it left a hollow feeling in my heart. Like, I didn't want to do this. I really didn't. Like, I really, if I did not have good people around me who were pushing me to keep going and to not stop and to remember that for some odd reason, like, I hit it out the park this year, first year, and did so, and and had this crazy business plan that just ended up fucking working, which, which, which as does not happen in in this industry. Like, for me to be a rapper slash singer entertainer and skip SoundCloud and go right to Apple and Spotify with no fan base and literally no music like out ever that had even reached a hundred plays and to somehow get to two hundred and I think we're up to like forty something thousand streams this this year to hit a quarter of a million streams in one year after literally not even having a hundred the previous year is insane and it does not happen in this industry. So even I didn't give a fuck about that big because all I could feel, what, what I could feel was Juice World dying, and when a rapper dies, and or, or someone in the entertainment industry that you really fuck with dies, it makes us all question our mortality. It makes us all question like, are we next? Like, what are we doing? Like, it's been a rough, <laughs> it's been a rough fucking year in hip hop, man. I ain't gonna lie, it's been a rough fucking year. And you know, guys, I'm not going to. Um, cause speculation or 
you know, say my piece about why I feel like Juice World died or 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 what he was doing at the time of his his death because that's nothing because that doesn't take away from the love I I had for him, the the respect I have for 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 his music. I will always say um I can't name ten people. Uh, ever in hip hop that can freestyle better than than Juice World, and I put that on my name. Um, if you can show me ten people ever in hip hop that can freestyle better than Juice World, I I'll personally give you a hundred dollars out my pocket because I guarantee you, you fucking can't. Like he was that good at what he did. Like, do you realize, guys? We are going to get Juice World music for the next twenty years. That man has at least two two thousand songs locked away. And that's just what he had finished, not what they can like master and fix together. Like it is sad, but I want you all to know, like his story doesn't have to be your story. Um, And if that is your story and you're not telling anyone, guys, you need to open up and get help. There's nothing wrong with getting help for, for a drug addiction. There's nothing wrong saying I need help to stay sober. I need help every single day to stay sober. Um, I don't do this shit on my own and I'll never pretend to, to, to do it on my own because that's disrespectful to the people who help me do this every single motherfucking day. Addiction is a battle. Addiction is a 24, seven, 365 every day of your life process. And we need to support people more who are going through it. So rest in peace of juice world. Um, nine 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 to the motherfucking world, and y'all already know how I rock. We're gonna keep it moving. I don't know how to start this next topic. Be uh, be very honest with with you guys. Not because I'm not confident enough to talk about it. It's because I don't want to come off like a hating ass nigga who has something to say about a black woman who's clearly like doing her her thing and moving and grooving and. That's not what I want this platform to be. But as one, a hip hop um, act, I guess slash pop act. Um, two, as a music blogger and someone who's worked for radio stations and, you know, small labels and shit like that. Um, one, this has been the Lizzo that's been around for the entire portion of her co- career or time in this industry why is she just now popping off like Lizzo keeps saying this is who I am like this showboaty you know show my ass every three seconds be naked yada 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 we get it like if that's you Lizzo that's fine sweetie but why weren't you popping before because content like this has always been popular and shit like this will always sell I, I, I guess now just her music is finally as popular as her antics, I don't know, but Lizzo's going to run into the the dangerous space of your antics be, becoming more popular than your actual music. Like, I have no problem with you being at your concert and dressing like that with, you know, ref, in reference to her going to the Lakers game and this big black t-shirt and, and her ass cheeks, you know, showing because they had cut out the 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 part in in this huge shirt that was covering her her butt so her butt's out now you see it's this black thong she was wearing I have no problems with you dressing like that in your own space I have no problems with 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 you dressing like that 
in your own concert at a hip hop event. But 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 when we were at a Lakers game around children, around old people, around people who do not pay to see your ass cheeks, Lizzo. That is my issue. It is not a skinny issue. It is not a big issue. I would have the same problem if it if it was Kim Kardashian doing it, if it was Rihanna doing it, I would feel the same way. Why must I see Lizzo's ass cheeks every fucking time I turn around? I am all for body positivity. I am all for, you know, for, for, for telling people to love them, themselves. I'm all for that. Literally. But literally, there's nothing left to the imagination with Lizzo's body because I have literally seen everything outside of her nipples and her flat out hoo-ha. Like, I've literally seen every other inch of uh, Lizzo's body. And at this point, I can't name you five Lizzo songs, but I can name you five Lizzo pictures of her being naked. That's what I'm talking about. See, while we're sitting here being all body positivity and saying, you know, go her, yada, yada, yada. Be careful when your antics start to outweigh your music in this industry, because that is not what what you want long term. And I'm sorry, you, you, you cannot tell me that some of this doesn't feel a, a, a little bit industry planted. Like Lizzo was ice cold in New Streets, bro. Ice cold. Lizzo's been signed for a long time, y'all. She's not some new artist. Lizzo has been a signed artist. I'm talking about signed to a major label for years, at least two or three before this year. So, and when you... And when songs just randomly blow up a year or two after they they come out, it means someone's putting a lot of money into this to, to make sure it it blows up. So, so that's why I said it's very interesting to watch the the story of Lizzo, the rise of Lizzo, everything that that she does. Um, I don't think she's a rapper. I, I she's more of like the female um, flow writer. If you kids are old enough to know who um who um who, who that is, yes, she can rap, but it's more of like a really poppy sound that's put out through um, it, it's 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 like a pop sound that's put out through rap, and 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 I get it, and I'm okay with it. It's just that I don't think that her music is as good as her antics currently. Sorry, that's just me. And it screams of desperation. It, it screams of I need attention. It screams of I'm insecure deep, deep down because I, I've never been this, this famous. And who knows? I, I could be wrong. It just could be that no one was, was, was looking before. And she's always done this wild outlandish shit. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm sure to a point that is it. But a lot of this feels like her label telling her that like, we need you to 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 be this wild sexy big girl because that's the image that's that's currently selling in America. So I love you Lizzo but please 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 put your ass cheeks away at Laker games dog. No one needs to put their bare ass cheeks on them stadium seats. That is disgusting. Moving right along. I don't even know what the hell I'm going to talk about next. <laughs> oh. Let's talk about um, your boy Roddy Rich. I feel like the old man in the room when it comes to Roddy Rich. Like I did not hear. I I I I barely even knew who Roddy Rich was before his debut album dropped. But I must say that 
Compton, like wordplay and kind of hip hop, you know, that that West Coast rapping ability with with with, with his southern draw, I really like. Roddy Rich is a very good storyteller of street um and 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 y'all know I'm not huge on like street rap or like gangster rap anymore. Um as I get older, I try to stay away from a lot of that stuff just cuz it puts me in a bad mental space and, and I'm all about per, per, protecting my energies at this point in my life. But um I I I do enjoy people like like Roddy Witch who can take a street story and like make it artful and make me want to listen to it and and I feel that Roddy does that better than most. So, if you want a good album to listen to from a new school cat that actually can rap and tell a good story, I would definitely say go listen to Roddy Rich's. Roddy Rich's, please excuse me for being anti-social. Um, he's also got a really interesting Breakfast Club interview out right now that you can listen to. Once again, that's Roddy Rich on The Breakfast Club. It's a very good interview. You should go listen to it. Um, that's it for that. <laughs> I know that's like, I know I'm a probably thought, you probably thought I had some long... Roddy Rich so soliloquy to get into, but I really didn't. It was really just that. Like I, I, I think he's cool. I think he's gonna go places. I think he's gonna be around for a while. I know it's no one out in the country right now, so just go check that out. Um, the weekend, your boy, the weekend. Never need a bitch. I'm with a bitch need. <laughs> I love that song, but it just made the wrong kind of history. So. I'm scrolling through Twitter yesterday, and I have certain pages that I check just because um, I have to. You know, the billboard charts always seem to leak to certain Instagram and Twitter pages first b- b- before anywhere else. Just going to point that out there. All right. <laughs> Sorry if you heard that. But yeah, they tend to leak to other pages and... Um, and other things be 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 for the official Billboard page. I'm just looking through the pages, and it said the weekend's um, heartless records the biggest drop from number one in history, falling from number one to number seventeen. And that is ridiculous. And as an artist, that's pretty embarrassing. Like 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 the the weekend will will never say anything because that's kind of person that. That that he is, but behind the scenes he 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 has to be pretty embarrassed. That means that literally, like the song is just dead. Like it's it's not dead dead as, as a poor as a as a poor as a part of like it's still well enough to be on the charts, but but if a song falls from one to seventeen in one week, that just means like people literally there's a vast drop off in the amount of people who are listening to it quickly, and it's not something that 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 you want so while um so while i do think that this is a successful record i don't think that we will be playing this weekend record for a long time i think that people will i think that i i think that the first two singles were singles off the new album um but because heartless is about to do a huge drop which it already did um, I think it's gonna do another drop next week though. That that's usually how it happens. You you usually don't drop from one to seventeen on the Hot One Hundred and then like pick back up. You 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 you'll, you you will generally go from seventeen and keep dropping down. So I just thought that was really interesting to 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 see that song drop like that. Um, 
But then again, um, the song's about being heartless. <laughs> and it's Christmas time. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying it was the wrong time of year to drop a record like that. Because I get it. That there's a lot of people who, who, who make a lot more money than I do doing this. Who make those decisions. So I get it. I'm just saying that for me personally, I don't think I would have dropped a, a record about being heartless in the middle of Christmas time. Because as you can see, who's number one in the country right now? Mariah Carey, All I Want All I Want for Christmas is You. And that record came out literally 25 years ago. So I don't think it's just the right time of year for, for that kind of content. And, and people really aren't like ingesting that that kind of music deeply right now so she seems like it was a wrong move strategy wise however i still like that record a lot it's a very good record speaking of the billboard hot one 100 if you look at this week's it's so crazy right or for the week coming up you have mariah carey number one with with the song that came out 25 years ago and then you have number four is a young man named arizona surveyors i think and then at eight are um is trevor daniel with this record fallen and, and i bring up arizona service if, if i said that right and falling because these are t- two records that literally come from tiktok if if you guys don't don't know tiktok used to be musically rebranded came back out it's a lot better now however there are certain songs that go viral on there i'm on tiktok i have twenty thousand followers on there so i so i, I kind of know a little bit about how things work on that app there there are just certain songs that 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 have catchy like 15 second hooks or just any part of the song that's 15 seconds long that's catchy that that go really viral on TikTok really fast. And then because they they go viral, everyone wants to know what this song is and, and they start go listening to it. That's what happened with Arizona Service and um, with, with, with the song Roxanne and Trevor Daniel with, with, with the song Fallen. Also happened with Little Nas X, Old Town Road. If you are a creator or a music maker and you're not on TikTok or, or your song's not on TikTok, I really don't know what the freak you are doing. At, at at this point that whole organically growing on instagram thing is dead 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 you're not hopping on instagram and just massively growing an audience of a hundred thousand people because you can make music it doesn't happen anymore it does happen on tiktok still and that's why i hopped on there you know i even make you know k-pop specific content like that puts me in a really unique lane but and limits my audience a lot if, if if, if I'm being honest, but honestly, even I have still gained what fifty some odd followers on Spotify simply because of my t- my my TikTok page. I've gained more followers in a month on Spotify because of that page than I'd gained in almost a year. On you know just through my Instagram, so you can see the difference. TikTok is blowing people up, and um, Lil Nas X, Arizona Surveyors, and Trevor Daniel are all great, great examples of what this app can do for you and and, and for us as creators. And um, it's a great place to just kind of make content, but it also weeds out people who are not organically good at creating. There, There are a lot of people on Instagram who will get famous because they can like 
fake shit and like fake content. TikTok does a lot more like you really have to be good at making content. You 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 cannot just get on TikTok and press record and just be like, ooh. I'm cute. Let me move my face side to side and people fuck with you. Like, no, it is not how this shit works on TikTok. You, you on, on TikTok, you have to be able to create re- relatable content, post it and figure out ways to to organically make it hit the, the explore page on I'm on there. I'm lucky enough to where I have a, a big enough audience to where ninety nine point like eight percent of my, my videos hit the explore page not even joking like very very few of my videos don't hit the explore page but that's a process and you, and you gotta learn that so shout out to tiktok making motherfuckers famous out here hopefully one day i'm one of them last but not least guys i want to talk about uh mr whack 100 now if you don't know who whack 100 is i don't blame you um <laughs> Wack 100 is the manager of the game and, and Blueface. Blueface, baby! Yeah, yeah! Sorry. Um, and, you know, Wack has been saying some of the most outrageous comments about Nipsey Hussle. And I get it. Like, I get what he's coming from. Basically, he's saying that Nipsey Hussle was not a legend at the time he had died because of what he did. He became a legend after he died big 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 because of what he stood for and the content and and his music but but too whack that does not make someone a legend just because after you die people deem you as one you know he believed that a legend is someone like jay-z who is acknowledged as a legend um, who is acknowledged as a legend as they are alive nipsey was not he was well-respected. Nipsey in this game was always well-respected. People knew Nipsey moved different. He was an owner. He was a boss. He, he, he wasn't getting played by these labels. So people res, 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 respected that. But, he, but you know, that's Wack's opinion. And, and no one's, like, mad at Wack, Wack for his opinion. Like, dude, you're a grown-ass man. You're one of the you know, most recognizable faces in, in this game of ours. You can have your opinion. But when you feel the need to, to spew this opinion over and over and over again on to anyone who will listen to you on any platform. Now you start to look a little desperate. Now you start to look a little, you know, jealous and envious and, and like a hater. So I get why you've been approached the way that you have been these last few days. And it came out that at Rolling Loud be because guys, if you don't know, basically you're gonna see everyone in, in, in the industry at, at these festivals. Like this industry is not super big. It seems like it is, but it's not. So anytime there's a festival like Rolling Loud, um, you're gonna see everyone who who you talk shit about, everyone who who you've been you know speaking on, and everyone who's been speaking about you. Period. Like I know one day I'm gonna have to you know I'm gonna have to deal with the people who I talked about when I see them one day in the It's uh, It's going to happen. So, I get it. Apparently, Wax at um, Rolling Loud, with, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess with Blueface, because he's always with, with Blueface. And I guess in games, uh, not game, um, Nipsey Hussle's bodyguard saw Wax, and of all the shit you niggas get on camera, of all the bullshit you niggas get on camera, no one, nobody, Got this fight on camera. And I'm just like, why? So I, so I don't know if Wack was like beat up. That's a rumor, but you know, you can't necessarily go off rumors. 
Um, I don't know if Wack got jumped. I just know Wack had some hands put on him. First comments about Nipsey. And that's welcome to hip hop. Like that is that is what this game is. Like you say what you want to say in this game and you move how you want to move, but eventually if you you say some shit, niggas gonna come see about you. And Wack been saying a whole lot of bullshit for a while. Regardless of if, if that's his opinion or not, when you start spewing your opinion to anyone that will listen to you, now it looks less like an opinion and more like someone looking for something. And that's all I got, guys. That's all I got. That's all I need to give to you. 30 strong minutes because I love you. And also, there's just not much to talk about. Like, honestly, guys, this has been a very, very extremely slow month in hip-hop and the music industry. Uh, it's just that, that time of the year. Nothing's going on in December in this industry because labels have shut down and everything is shut down. So this will probably be our, our last podcast for the year. Thank you guys for listening to the initial year of um, Aqua Kids, the podcast. I apologize for for not being here more because consistently I had a lot of things going on this, this year personally and, and musically that kept me from being here. But going into 2020, this will be a regular thing now that I have a brand new setup and thing and, and everything's not fucking broken like it was for the last six months. Um, so if I do not see you all before the end of the year, I will see you all at the top of the year in, in 2020. Awkward kid out for the year. Peace.